You're listening to Irish Radio Canada at home and abroad, and we're coming up to the time of the year when we're going to find out who gets the Oscars and for what. And as is always the case, the Emerald Isle is featured in the Oscar nominees, and Patrick Murray of the Irish Film Festival here in Ottawa is going to have a chat with us about what's going on on the Oscar scene and the Irish scene. Patrick, thanks a million for coming back on. A l- wonderful time of the year for you and your your film interests. It's a great time of year. We've got the Oscar nominations, which also which gives uh, fuel to much discussion, as well as we're right in the heat of planning for our next festival this spring. Okay, so... Uh, in relation to the Oscars and the Irish nominees, what's going on there? It's been actually a banner year for Irish film. It's amazing, this uh, this little island, this little patch of uh, grass in the middle of the ocean, how well it does uh, at the, on the international stage, uh, the you know, kind of Super Bowl of movies. And uh, this uh, lovely little, very, very personal film, shot in black and white by Kenneth Branagh, um, has got seven nominations, including Best Picture and uh, uh, Best Director. Uh, is uh, amazing for Kenneth. Uh, this, this brings up his own nominations to eight. So hopefully he'll win something this year. I saw him being interviewed um, on RTE and talking about this movie. And he actually said it, if it wasn't for COVID, he never would have done it. And sure. the, reason, he, the reason he said that was because he said, because everything else stopped, this was one of the things that he had thought about doing but never did. Mm-hmm. And COVID forced him to actually take action because all his other movies are about something else, whereas this is actually about him. Which I understand because from other interviews I've seen with him, he's done some pretty in-depth uh, podcasts and uh, long-form interviews. This is, of course, uh, anybody can relate when you're talking about home and family, very personal. And we're getting into very uh, intimate details of somebody's life uh, and their past and their experiences. So it must have been uh, intimidating for him. Uh, to think about this for years and years, probably decades, but never pull the trigger on it. And then finally probably feel a bit forced because of COVID, like you said, to sit at home, think about it, and and make something a little more intimate. And, of course, what the movie is about is it's trace. It's, an, it's a, not an autobiography. I don't know what the appropriate term is in, in film. What, how do you describe somebody's own personal journey by themselves? Yeah. Usually we just, if it's not a straight up biopic, because you're right, because the, the young boy isn't called Kenneth, for example. Right. <laughs> um, but, uh, but usually we just say like, uh, you know, it's not even based on, it's, it's really, you just say it's a very, uh, personal, like inspired by his own experiences. Right. Yeah. Now you mentioned that the film itself has a number of nominations, uh, gets a number of nominations. So how many nominations has he talked up? Well, we've got seven, and three of them are for Kenneth, which is interesting because uh, I guess that how uh, how it could work sometimes is, uh, you know, he had five nominations before that, and he could end up with three Oscars in one go. Uh, the big ones, of course, are acting in a supporting role for Kieran Hines. That's his first nomination, and well-deserved. He's a favorite uh, character actor of mine. I've loved him over the years. Um, actress in a supporting role, not Irish, but uh, wonderful actress Dame Judi Dench, her eighth nomination. She's won one for Shakespeare in Love. Uh, and then the three for Kenneth is uh, uh, directing uh, best, uh, best original screenplay, which he won the Golden Globe for, and uh, best picture as a producer. Um, and then you got original song, which is interestingly, this is the first nomination for Van Morrison. 
received so ubiquitous in films over the decades that it's surprising to think that this is his first nomination. Uh, there's also for Best Song. And uh, one that surprises me is that there was a denomination for cinematography for Harris uh, Zambar Lucas, if I got that right. Um, such a wonderful choice to shoot in black and white. Just uh, like the pictures, as Kenneth Branagh said, that he watched on TV as a youth. Um, beautifully shot, uh, made it so surreal and, and uh, this fantastical kind of situation really took you away when you're in the movies, like uh, the way I love movies to do. So even though it's familiar, it's also uh, another world altogether. And, uh, and I'm surprised that it, the cinematography didn't get a nomination. But I would uh, also worth noting is in the Gold Globes, they got shut out except for that best original screenplay. I hope they do much better uh, at the Oscars. Have the Irish featured in any other nominees? In at, uh, as far as I can see, uh, none that's, uh, if there is, it'd be in a, in a category that I'm not familiar with. Okay. But I think that is, uh, uh, Belfast is, is uh, representing the Irish here on their own. Now, I, I will put my hand up and say I haven't seen it yet because while I know it has been in the cinemas, I still haven't quite got to that comfort level where yeah. I'm comfortable going into the cinemas, but I'm looking forward to when when things somewhat improve a bit more. Uh, you, I know you're going through your scheduling and planning for the Irish Film Festival here in Ottawa later in the season. Uh, do you anticipate that we will be looking at a blended, a live, or a uh, just an online event? Um, at the moment, uh, we're planning for a blended event on the 8th, 10th of uh, April. Uh, with in, in person as well as online. Okay. And of course we're watching the COVID protocols and the restrictions daily. So, uh, hopefully we'll be able to pull that off. It will be at the arts court. And then those that who are comfortable coming in person can come in person. And those that want to watch from home and, uh, they feel safer doing that can do that. Uh, we do have, uh, some potential, um, if things really uh, go sideways, which I don't think they will, I mean, we do have a, a backup date a little bit later in the spring. But right, right now, it's full speed ahead for uh, 8th to 10th of April as a hybrid festival. Fantastic. Uh, we've come out of the Golden Globes, and I know that um, the other big festival of the year where um, you like to participate or go to, and I should know my head's gone blank, a senior's moment. <laughs> Um, that has just wrapped up. Um, what am I talking about? Just wrapped up? Are you talking about Sundance? Sundance. Okay, I'll be editing that. Okay, so the other big festival, we're just coming out of the Global Golden Globes and Sundance. And uh, some interesting viewing there for you, Patrick? Yes, and actually one that really stands out for me was uh, an Irish documentary on Sinead O'Connor about uh, her first well, actually, her coming uh, coming of age into a, a, a global star, uh, right up to the controversial uh, tearing up of the uh, the Pope's picture on Saturday Night Live. Uh, fascinating documentary. Um, sadly, it, it missed uh, Sinead's participation. Uh, even though, uh, of course, uh, Sinead has never been shy with microphones, so there's plenty of her own words in the documentary. But it just it did feel also uh, like it needed her. It needed her participation as well, I think. And could we anticipate that possibly that might be one of the ones that's on your planned schedule? I'm hoping to. I'm looking into it. It's been bought by Showtime, so that might make it a little harder because then that means that they have plans on putting it up on uh, here in Canada. That would be Crave. Okay. Services. So 
we may not get a chance to uh, uh, to show it because it may already end up, or they do, or they'll only want it on HBO and Crave it and all those areas. Okay. But, uh, so if we don't show it, uh, Canadians uh, who love uh, Sinead O'Connor will get a chance to see it. That's for sure. So I think this is a good opportunity to let people know that uh, they can look forward to a monthly update from you on mm-hmm. what's going on on the movie sector locally and uh, on the Irish scene that might be hitting the cinemas or Netflix or other places like that. And I look forward to being able to share that as we get on. And uh, what we're going to do is do it in the last week of the month, uh, mm-hmm. commencing in February. And l- there's always lots of material there for you, Patrick. You'll have no trouble finding something to talk about. No trouble at all. We can talk about what's coming up. We can talk about directors, actors, what's happened. Uh, we can talk about history. We can talk about what's coming, uh, what's going on right now. There's so much to discuss in Irish film. So much. It'll be easy to fill those that time. Indeed. Patrick, it's been great reconnecting. Uh, I look forward to getting the schedule and the details of the festival. And what dates did you say again that, that we could be looking for there? We're looking at uh, the 8th to the 10th of April. Okay, so mark the calendar for that. And again, we're what as Patrick says, we're looking at a blended this year. So if you're comfortable going in person, you'll have the opportunity at the Arts Court. And if you're still uncomfortable or if you're out of town and you want to catch it, you can do it online. And I know in, previ- in the last year or so, when you got your virtual going, you were able to get national um ability to screen nationally do you anticipate that you will be able to do that all again this year yes we will be national again fantastic patrick murray irish film festival ottawa thanks a million for taking the time thank you very much often we'll wrap up with uh, van morrison and down to joy which is the track from the film belfast <laughs> 